everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, today, we are going to be covering uh, two movies that are related, but are extremely different. Um, before we go any further, Mickey, happy holidays. Merry happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Hey, Merry Hanukkah. Merry Hanukkah. Whatever's happy not New offensive. Year. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> uh, um, so... What uh, what are we covering today, Mickey? I, I know I know you really have been wanting to uh, talk about the at least one of these movies for a long time. The now. dumpster fire, yeah. <laughs> well, we're doing the Star Wars holiday specials, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan, as we've said over and over. One is the original version, the seventy eight, nineteen seventy eight. Yep. Yeah, I was on CBS, and it was you know they had to put off Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk for that week just to put this piece of <laughs> probably, crap. Probably regretted that decision oh my for God. the rest of their life. And it, yeah, this thing, it's fun to talk about because it's so bad. And normally right. we we're talking stuff up and everything. But right, right. Then the Lego version is what, that was last year or this, this year? This year, yeah. This year came out on Disney+. Plus. So, so much better. So yeah. much more well done. It, for and, a Lego movie, it was just that, just head and shoulders above. I mean, it was definitely geared towards kids you know oh, sure but in a younger but a audience movie. But, but yeah so so there's adult humor but it references just about every movie and even the mandalorian at mm-hmm. one point so we'll mm-hmm. get into that yeah we'll get into that um a little bit later because that I've, i really enjoyed the way that really only would have been able to exist in a lego animated movie yeah. right you couldn't do that in a live action no. movie obviously um but anyways, before before we get any move any move on any further, I just want to comment about the Mandalorian uh, season two just wrapped up, uh, came out Friday. We're recording Sunday. Um, don't want to give away too too much right now because it's still pretty new. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, go and see it. It was amazing. Awesome. Um, I literally was at the end of the episode going holy 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 s holy yes. s holy s and and. and it was. It was just. It. 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 I. I said this too. You're at a loss for words. Well, and, and there's people like recording their reactions on TikTok <clears throat> of their like husbands and boyfriends watching this, and there's like kid people like crying and like people jumping up and down and people like getting so excited about this. Wow. I. I I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I. You might not. You might have. D- disagree with me because you like the holiday special so much. Mickey. Oh yeah. Totally. But um. I like getting kicked I, in the head too. I, <laughs> honestly, I felt like that episode was. One of, if not the top five, including the movies, best piece of Star Wars media. Oh, really? Period. Because I know you texted so me. You texted me at one point and said, "Holy crap, this is really good. You got to see this." And, and then you said, "Best episode yet." I didn't know it went as far as even better than the movies and all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's hard to compare a movie to just you know an episode, but I I felt like there was just it was so much that was just it it uh, yeah so. Make sure you go watch it if you haven't. We might be talking about it in the next episode. And so. watch all the way through. Because yep. you'll notice there's time left at the end after the credits is because there's an Easter egg sitting there waiting for you to pick right. up and look at. So. Yes, so uh, end credit scene for sure. Um, but anyways, before we do that, let's get into uh, – or before we get into the holiday special, let's get into our uh, Monty and Mickey Facebook page uh, that uh, we got some, some kind of in-the-news kind of stuff and funny stuff that we like to share. Yeah, when – one that you posted was The Greek Strikes Back. It says, co-workers ask me one simple question about Star Wars. Me, for the next three hours, he's got a chart and a timeline. He's going crazy. It's the guy from Always Sunny in yeah. 
Philadelphia. He's got the he's got the bosses. Star Wars timeline, and, and he's, he's got, freaking like, out. He's got the like crazy look in his eyes. So <laughs> that yeah. guy's really good at that. Again, d- don't uh, don't expect us to give you a three second or three minute answer if you ask us. Well, who's this Mandalorian guy, anyways? I thought Jango Fett died. Right, so you're gonna get a whole book worth. Of Especially if Abby's involved, because she likes to really <laughs> research the timeline. Abby will be researching while she's talking right. to you. Just be like, have like Reddit threads pop up, and like, let me put my VR on. Let me talk to you. And, while and she'll I'm be finding this. things that no one's ever found right. before. Like, yeah, I I dug into uh, George Lucas's uh, personal diary that he has hidden in a vault underneath. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, where did you get this information? He I'd didn't have, even know. What I'd existed. have to kill you if if he found out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it clearly Star Wars is. I mean, it's already taken off, but it's it's just it's getting to the level where like the amount of content in the world building and the characters and the complicated timelines. It's getting to the point where, like I said, it's it's pretty much going to be as good or overtake uh, Marvel in that sense. And that's Obviously, so Marvel's weird that, so different. but And Disney owns both. I, yeah. I wonder if it's about the money. No, it's just about the content and how great all this stuff is. I also just want to comment, and I and I know, Nikki, this is kind of sacrilegious. I know sure. I, for you you uh, listeners that you know were around for the original trilogy, maybe this is the time to go get you know a co- cup of coffee or, you know. Take your vitamins sh- or something. I won't shame you like Abby did to me. And, and <laughs> I, 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 how do I put this? Henry Ford did a terrific job when he came up with inventing the Model T Ford. It was a brilliant invention. It revolutionized the way that we live, the way that we work, the way that we did everything. Assembly lines came along with it. Assembly line, everything yeah. that got, went along with it. Nobody would argue that Henry Ford did not have an important part in making the automobile and what it is today. Oh, yeah. Ferrari and modern Mustangs are way better than that original Model T. I don't know. I'd kind of want to have that Model T if I could have it. I would, too. Don't get me wrong. For different reasons I, but, than what you're but saying. But, yeah, yeah. The, the performance, the way that it sure. works, you know, everything about it, safer. Okay. That's the comparison that I'm going to go with George Lucas versus Dave Filoni and um, oh, what's his face? John Favreau. John Favreau. George Lucas did a great job. He established something that will forever be a part of our pop culture. Dave Filoni and John Favreau have just done such an amazing job with The Mandalorian that they have made this it made it even better. And, wow. and, and I, I, I and it's, it's, it's piggybacking I off of what George absolutely that absolutely. was all George's mind cookie. I mean, he yeah. came up with all right, and I mean, it was forty years ago, no, fifty years ago, almost. Yeah, that he. Can't, I mean, so the technology was way different. Oh, but absolutely. Obviously, yeah, yeah. your point yeah. is is they're taking the ball and they're running with it, and they're, they're, yes. they're doing every, you know leaps and bounds above what was possibly there before. Even. I I think the Mandalorian is saving Star Wars for what the how much it got beat up in that last trilogy. Yeah, I think that I, they're, I would say that. I think that the the new TV the new Disney Plus TV series they're gonna yeah. So, anyways, sorry, yeah. keep keep moving with our in the news, but I just wanted to bring that up as something that I kind of was thinking about you know because that's the kind of thing mickey and i do is just sit in bed and think about over the mandalorian it. and how great it is while we're you know, especially to after an episode bed. like that with all right, the right. all the things that you didn't expect that happened it's it's amazing um i'm even trying to talk my kid into watching it oh yeah yeah read read schmeckle another mention there for you read he's actually an uh, avid listener he listens most of he uh he finally caught up mm. he wasn't really impressed with the first season because um he said it was it, it's like 
it's cut up. They're yeah, not really a, right. It was very segmented. Yeah, yeah yep. he, but he's he said he likes this season better because it's one long storyline and it kind of yeah. all feeds into the next. So right, right. And he's caught up now and he loves it. So yeah. Well, anybody. I don't know anybody. Yeah, I don't. I think, was gonna say anybody who is a Star Wars fan and anybody who isn't even in isn't even a Star Wars fan. There's people that like came because they heard about Baby Yoda and they're like, oh, I gotta watch this, and they don't know anything about Star Wars. It's just a good show. So yeah, it's just exactly. well done, like you said. It's yeah. a Maserati. <laughs> it's a Ma- the Maserati to my. Model T, <laughs> Star Wars Holiday Special. That sounds like a rap song all of a sudden. <laughs> so then uh, there's another one that says, On this day in 1843, A Christmas Carol was published. Um, and that's a joke, says of the things I would do for an original copy of that first publication. Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol in only six weeks. Yes. Yep. That's pretty amazing. So we had, we had done an episode on, obviously, uh, Christmas Carol, but uh, I'll echo this again. I think we talked about it before, but there's a – show on amazon prime i want to say it's called the man who invented christmas and it's about his journey to write that that book and it's pretty amazing yeah he was pretty much ready to sell his house and oh yeah you mentioned that in that episode too like he wasn't gonna yeah so yeah it's pretty it's crazy that we're talking about i mean obviously there's been books shakespeare and david copperfield and all these other books that we talk about today but it just feels like especially this time of year that storyline and everything about it i mean i watched the um I ended up paying for that uh, live performance of it through that theater in London. Well, you're a pretty big fan of that. So, so we watched that on Saturday. It was on at one o'clock our time, seven o'clock, you know, London time, mm. and uh, we watched that live. And even that was a little bit of a different twist on it. And you know, oh, really? It, it's um, uh, what's his face from Walking Dead? Uh, Andrew Lincoln was Ebenezer Scrooge in it. No, so, oh, that's right. Yeah, um, you told me that. But I but yeah, he uh, and he did a great job. You know, That's Rick really, Grimes, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Uh, I can't picture him doing that role. Yeah, it was a little bit weird at first, but then I was like, okay, I can, I can. Well, see he's a good this, actor, you know. obviously, right. but it's right. just hard to picture that guy being Rick Grimes. That's well, there were at times where I was expecting him, where he's like in a really emotional scene with the ghosts, and I was expecting him to be like Carl. And I was like, wait, no, that's wrong. <laughs> Pull out a machete or something, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> So, other than that, uh, it says Arrested Development writer Jim Brandon buys Back to the Future house in South Pasadena. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that is. I don't know. For what he paid for it, it was like, I don't know, a couple million. I don't know that it's worth it for me, but they, apparently there's a tour in L.A. I read the article, or part of the article. Apparently there's a tour in L.A. that brings you by that house, and they let you, like, climb up the tree like George McFly did. Really? Like, the Peeping Tom. Like, they let you climb up the tree. Oh, and, they're promoting like, being a Peeping Tom. I That's... was like, okay, well, I, guess, I don't know what he's going to do in that house besides maybe maybe he's going to, you know, do something funny in that window so that or, when people walk by. Yeah, like, maybe funny isn't the right word either. Who knows? Right. Um, but even you are the big Back to the Future fan you are. Yeah, I don't know if that You're I'd want. You're questioning that decision. I think I'd want, I think I'd want, um, I think I'd want Marty's house. If I was going to buy one house. I either want Marty's or um, Doc's. Doc's would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. That even that cool. garage that he had. Yeah, you know, just but, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a clock, the actual clock tower. You can go and like see. I guess there's like a, a town square. Like, there's a bunch of Back to the Future tours that. I've never Is there a wire hanging there so you can rig up your <laughs> my, my <laughs> I, Nissan Sentra and try to catch it at the right time? <laughs> right. <laughs> Dang it! We're in 1955 for the rest I of our I couldn't lives. get up to 88 miles an hour in my Sentra. God dang it. <laughs> Took me five and a half miles downhill. <laughs> so, uh, Anything else worth worth talking about? Or is uh, that kinda... Just um, just kind of funny stuff. Like Die Hard is in a Christmas movie. He sneaks around a tower at night avoiding Alan Rickman. 
it's a Harry Potter movie. That's yeah, I thought funny. that was kind of clever. Yeah. yeah. And then it's mostly jokes this week, but if my wife was a Transformer, her name would be Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. accurate for most of my buddies. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah, the, 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 the other joke I heard is the Amazon driver, truck driver pulled up in my driveway the other day. He didn't have a package for me, so he knocked on the door and wanted to make sure everything was okay because didn't have any package. <laughs> I haven't for me seen today. you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah. What's going is on? everything okay, sir? <laughs> what? Did we talk about Rogue Squadron last time? Oh, no, no, no. We that's, didn't. That's pretty um, big. So, Patty Jenkins is the same one who directed uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. And okay. hers is coming up. I knew the name, so, yep. so this ought to be well done. Holy shit. Did you. Okay. Did you. You watch that preview that she's yeah, sitting there oh, on the, yeah. in the runway you said you that had gave me goosebumps i got oh goosebumps watching gosh. the trailer afterwards about all the stuff that's gonna come up okay yeah okay yeah but like i i was just oh my gosh the way she's talking about it and she's just like so nonchalant matter like, of putting fact on, yeah like putting on a uh you know a squadron outfit or whatever i'm just like this is gonna be amazing. oh and she i mean she said she didn't she's not a pilot but she's she learned how to do it, I think, is what she was alluding to. And now she goes up, and she's going to be able to fly it all. Yeah. It, it reminded me of some of the footage with, like, Top Gun, you know? Yeah, right. That's, like, goosebumps you get from watching that. So stuff. I would think that this – and that's what she was saying is that she, she was looking for an opportunity to make a movie, a fire pilot movie. Yeah. And she felt like this was a very good opportunity to do that justice within the world of Star Wars. Yeah, which is awesome. That's so, what brings us all in. I'm glad that you brought that up. I didn't think about that, but it really that's what I, I would imagine this being along the lines of is like a top gun style movie or stealth. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Stealth. No, but Jamie I've heard Fox about was it. in it. Along um, those lines. Like so, Firefox, a lot of those movies that were kind of along yeah, the it, Iron it, Eagle. Yeah. There's a lot of plane footage that's really cool, you know. Right, exactly. So they're gonna they're gonna do that like it's gonna focus more on you know because obviously the fighter pilots and anakin being the greatest fighter pilot in the galaxy and luke you know taking after his dad and being a great pilot and all this stuff there was always a part of the star wars universe but like really diving into that is really so there was a game that came out called um rogue or uh fighter squadrons or that uh was the entire game is you're basically in one of four different ships on the empire and the rebel side it's a point of view type game and, too. Right? yeah so they had it where you can actually they don't have it directly ported to like the oculus quest or anything mm. but you can download it to your computer and then you oh, can yeah. plug in your computer to play it through your quest if you wanted side to. quest so or whatever it's yeah exactly so they yeah. they they have that and really? there was somebody that was saying that, that they um and I think I don't know. See, then I don't know enough about it if it needs to like run off of your computer because if it doesn't, I'm not gonna either. I'm not gonna be able to keep up with well, that. Well, and game. just to get the wire all the way to the computer too. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's it's running off the computer. I'm guessing it does. Sure. But the the one guy that I was reading some reviews or watching some YouTube videos, he was saying that he played the whole game in VR and he said it was amazing. He said it was. Great. Have you tried the side quest yet? Join I haven't yeah. even tried that yet. Um, this so you, I, yeah the. I've downloaded like non quest, uh, like knockoff type games or whatever, right? right? That are usually free, and that's why I well, download sure. them. So, but I haven't even tried it. I yeah. mean, are there is there good enough quality that? It's oh yeah, worth bothering? Guys, yeah, they're they're worth it. Yeah, for sure. So this game, a lot of first be... person shooters and stuff like so, that. So, and this is what you're talking about. I mean, well, I so this is out. a little bit different. So it would be like, um, it would be more along the lines of if you had a the original uh, Oculus, 
that was had to be hooked up to a computer. So you're running the oh. game on your computer and you're using the headphones as a way to view the game. So when you plug in, your Quest can do that, though. You can actually yeah. stream games. For, so basically, your he, your headset is being used as a TV. Essentially. But you're talking about the Rift that actually was hooked yes. up to your computer. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so so this is... So they were saying that you can do that because of the quest. In it's been you know ever since like I mean six months after it came out or eight months after it came out, you were able to do that even with the first quest. Yep. Which, by the way, I forgot to tell you this, live on air, I sold my quest. You did already? I sold it. I sold it with I three D printed some things. Sold it for three hundred bucks. Guess what I'm buying? Um, a dog. The Quest Two for oh, you guessed sure. it three hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, oh, but oh, you paid three fifty, right? Yeah, I paid three fifty, so but I got the 50. case with it. But you lost fifty bucks. Yeah, it came I, out I, like with taxes, everything. I figured I lost like forty bucks, but now I'm getting the newest one. Yeah, for basically the same price that I'm getting paid for my old one. And the only thing that I can think of, I hope that she's not a listener because I, I'm guessing it's a mom who was like. These quests are back because I'm not going to get it until the first of the year. Yeah, well, for sure. Because it's, you know, back ordered. And you She's like, I morning. need to get something for my kid on Christmas morning. I need to go to eBay. And she bought it. And she, I was like, I couldn't believe I sold it. I got a notification. I'm like, paying what I asked for. Oh, you didn't think you'd be able to sell her that no, quickly? No, it's been, it was been on there for like two months. Oh, really? Yeah. So you've been... You had it for a month, and you started trying to sell it. That's well, yeah, when the Quest Two came out, and they were like, "Hey, it's the same. It's less than what you paid for this guy." And well, I'm like, "Sure, well, but okay, I can I can do a swaparoo and get the newer one." <laughs> yeah, but now you got to not have it for a couple of months. Yeah, I mean, you so, think it's going to be that much better? Uh, it's closer to 4K. It's supposed to be faster. Oh, it there's going to be like 90 hertz for whatever you get geeks know what that means, but. But you, you, it did take you a while to sell it then. Yeah, I, I mean, who wants to buy something that costs the exact same amount as the brand new one? Right. <laughs> the mom that probably doesn't know a lot about quests, well, first of all, could get that and right she now, needs to yeah. get it for Christmas morning, is what yeah. I'm guessing. So, so I'm gonna have to, if I do that, I want to sell it to my friends. Right. Don't tell them about. Yeah, yeah that there's well, that problem is the that commercials kid, are everywhere. That one kid that's your neighbor's boyfriend or whatever that doesn't know yeah. anything else. Yeah, you right. Can like, hey. <laughs> You can get the internet on well, here. Well, they like the peeping Tommy when they're driving by and stuff, so they've seen me playing it through mm. my window. I'm like, well, if you're going to stalk me while I'm playing it, maybe you'll buy it from me yeah, so that I can stalk you. you hook know? up in the virtual world and at least talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. Not make it so creepy. Jeez. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if the uh, 3D printed, like like the hangers that I, you know, you could screw into the wall. Oh, you gave me those gave, too. I, I threw those in as like, oh, here and this too. And because I was like, no, how am I going to move this? There's no way. Like they were going like at the time, like by the time I actually got it listed, it was like they were going for like 200 bucks. No kidding. Because they were just well, such a were ones demand. Because so I bought mine for 400. I mean, I bought it like a few months after. Did you, you get started. the bigger one though? Did you get the uh, the six or uh, 16 gig or did you get the 128 gig? I, no, I think I just got the 16. Oh, okay. I, believe, I, okay. I think. That's I mean, true, though. I guess, yeah. Because I, I got mine a few months after and, you started. Yeah. No, I, I got mine a few months before you started seeing advertising for it. Because another guy we work with had one for a few months. Mm. He told he convinced me to get one. I got one. So people weren't even talking about it by the time I got one mine. Because right. when it comes to that, I'm just so far ahead of everyone else. <laughs> Thanks to somebody else telling me to be far ahead of everyone else. Right. But, but Nothing I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I probably won't sell this one for a while unless I mean, they get honestly, to a three from everything that I've read, it's not that big of a jump in I'm technology. Sure. It's um, if you have the chance, you could do a, like a, what I did with like a clean swap. 
then it's worth it. But yeah. otherwise, it's not. For me, it's more like now it's got legs for these like more advanced games when they well, come exactly. out. You know? Yeah, and I'm sure, but, from what I understand, the new games are still going to be offered to the mm-hmm. Quest 1, too. So. Yes, and so my Quest library, I'll just log in, and it'll be there for right. the new one. Because, so. yeah, even on the app on my phone, it, it says, you know, Rift, Quest, and Quest 1 and Quest 2 is like Slash, so right. they consider it the same thing. Yeah, I think they just... Uh, redid some of the games for the quest 2 just to sure. be higher quality but well because because they can it's a better piece of equipment right yeah so anyways we're not talking about the quest today but we will be eventually oh. so so star wars holiday special so uh, let's let's just get right into it because it's it's just it's painful to watch it's hopefully it's not as painful oh. to talk about dumpster fire to use one of monty's terms from a, few, a bunch <laughs> of episodes ago. um so it's 1978, right? Right after the first A New Hope came out. Right? You're you're hot off the heels of A New Hope, one of the best sci-fi movies to ever come. Well people accepted, are, well received. People Everybody's are losing their minds. And uh, a lot of things that were going on back then, they revolved around these variety shows, right? You Come had late on. night variety shows and, and song and dance and you know all these different things. And so it's making me want to throw up just thinking about it again. <laughs> somebody decided that star wars should jump into that variety store game someone should be shot for having thought that my understanding we're gonna get it i'm gonna let mickey talk more because he he's got he's got some more research into it but it's it it felt like and i know this is what exactly would happen because i like i said i i I had listened to some podcasts about this george lucas one night and decided to do this (laughs) well george lucas basically was convinced to do this and he didn't want – he was, I'm guessing, working on Empire Strikes Back or something more important. Well, before you go, because I, I think we mentioned that, actually what I read is, while outlining original planning and sequels, Lucas imagined a film just about Wookiees and nothing else. Mm-hmm. So this was his creative mind that came up with this idea. Right. idea of doing TV special was brought to Lucas after having – people have having heard this, this mind baby that he came up with. And according to Charles – Lippincott, head of marketing of Star Wars Corps at the time, uh, there is an there was an internal dispute about if this is factual or not. But I mean, if this guy is saying it, you got to f- figure he's pretty yeah. credible. He was there, right. according to J. W. Rinsler, who was hired in two thousand five to write three Star Wars guidebooks, all published the same day. Everybody agreed that the Telvin special was a good idea, so they went one went a, and I guess Lucas was convinced to be on board if he wasn't at first and then but it turns out he was busy moving his production company which right. was not heavily involved in the special and and you can see that all over it that right. you compare <laughs> the movie to this and you're like yeah he must have been in another galaxy so Kashyyyk is really high oh low resolution my. so I it mean it's like a painting so I think he knew it was going to go on but he wasn't involved and even right. that beginning where it says Star Wars in a galaxy far, it's like cheesy letters that I wrote in <laughs> chalk or something it's just bad so yeah. I think that's when he went oh my god this is a dumpster fire I can't believe I agreed to this we have to get by find all the copies and burn them you know yeah and I like I said I don't think he realized how bad it was while it was going on. I, I get the feeling he wasn't involved with it very much no because he, he was busy moving his production company right. but but apparently according to this whether it's gossip or fact or not he he did know about it and it was his idea to have a show just about Chewbacca's family so this is what I will say from a unbiased standpoint doing a holiday special that revolves around Chewbacca's family on paper 
does not seem like a bad idea. No, no. The execution, <laughs> because let's be honest, this movie, I don't even know what this movie was about, but it wasn't about it. It was barely about his family. Well, there's no subtitles, right? It's, she's watching a cooking show at one point, and you're just sitting there seeing her move a bucket around. I'm like, am I really, mm-hmm. this is five minutes worth of time. I, I'm not going to get this time back, and I'm watching it again. So, so yeah, so just to give you, like, a, a very, very, like, brief outline of what this movie was. If you're smart, was. you haven't seen it, even if you're a Star Wars fan. Um, essentially, uh, uh, Chewie and Han are trying to get back to Kashyyyk, where Chewie's family lives for Life Day. Once every seven years? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So it's a Wookiee holiday that happens once every seven years. Um, there's some Star Wars lore that kind of goes into that. And... What uh, they run into, of course, is some trouble with the Empire. And then the Empire being the Nazi, you know, regime that they are come busting into uh, Chewie's family's house. And they basically are held up. And it the entire movie is just a run out of the run out the clock oh, scenario. It's exactly what I thought. There's, like, they're there's killing just, time and filling gaps like like. We got to get an hour and a half. Just make some more stuff. At one point, it just feels like yeah, they're just trying to get to like it doesn't it doesn't feed the overall plot at all. It doesn't do anything. Um, And I want to talk about a couple of these segments individually, but uh, I guess yeah, it 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 just felt like they were just wasting time. Well, there's all of a sudden they break into song and Jefferson Airplane is on there singing and and you heard Mickey right. Jefferson, Jefferson Airplane. Airplane. Like before they became Jefferson Starship and then Starship. I mean, this was like the original name of yeah. that group. And and it like Tom texted me. My, sorry, Monty, is that your name? I can't remember what your name is. Um, My friends call me Monty. <laughs> okay, Tom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, you texted me and you said, I feel like I'm on drugs. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can get all the way through this or something like that. Well, and, yeah. It's psychedelic, man. There's just weird... And it's and the the lighting is so bad, and they have such weird angles, like when when Han and Chewie are in the Millennium Falcon, and it's like they're like the camera's right above their forehead or something. Like, who's shooting this? And are you drunk? I, it, so man. there was a lot of people who thought, well, there. First of all, so the, obviously the three big names in that movie, besides the actor who played Chewie, um, was Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, and um, Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Yep. And apparently they had to get some convincing to do this movie. Oh, they and, must have gotten paid well. And Harrison Ford was not happy about it. Oh. He was not very excited. So at the beginning of it, when they're doing the, like, beginning credits and they're like, and Carrie Fisher. Is oh, even like, that and so, cheesy. So you see, oh, you, see, you see the one where they go, and Harrison Ford as Han Solo. And he literally, like, it looks like he's, like, doing, like, B-reel. And somebody's like, Harrison. Harrison, oh. Harrison, and then he literally just goes, and then oh, turns yeah. away, like you can't see because it's a podcast. But he just like turns to the co- podcast, the podcast, <laughs> turns to the camera, like with this sarcastic look on his face, like stop annoying me. It's like what are you doing? Oh, you're sitting, you. you're sitting in the so so. He wasn't even excited about it. There's people that were highly, highly suspicious of the amount of drugs that Carrie Fisher oh, was on God. during this. And to begin with, because, you know, they're, you know, young, hot stuff at that point where they've got money coming out their buttholes. She even ends up singing at she the sings. end. She sings. What? <laughs> Did Carrie Fisher ever sing in anything no, else? No, exactly. Is this a musical? Is this a, a bad trip? It's a variety What's show. happening? 
Yeah, oh, I mean, God. all the psychedelic stuff that happened, and we'll just get into it, but all the psychedelic, like, weird, like, Life Day stuff where they're, like, showing, like... I guess Wookiees it's every three day, every three years. Three years? Okay. Day, yeah. That are marching across this, like... like At the end? What do you... Like, I don't... Like, and all and they're all they're wearing robes robe and stuff. Yeah. Like, there was just... Like, and don't get me wrong. I have no problems with building a Star Wars lore. But give us some information. Yeah. Give us some kind of, what the heck are they holding? Why are you wearing that? <laughs> right. Where are you? What is the life tree? <laughs> well, and we I'm went not... through this whole thing, and the Carrie Fisher is the first time she said anything about a life tree. Exactly. Well, and at least I, give us subtitles. What I something? Call, we, there's no subtitles. You just hear. I mean, there's. You just you have, have to, to. You have to be context clues the entire with, time with their mannerisms and stuff. And what I want to know is how come Luke and Leia know Chewie's family. Do they just all get together back then? I mean, she's a princess, for God's sake, of a planet. Like, oh, for Christmas, we're all going to get our families together and just hang out, right. you know, with these Heck. with these animals that don't even speak English, you know? So, yeah. I, oh, my God. Yeah. So, I guess we'll, we'll just start taking the segments one by one now. But the first one I'm going to tackle, just to get it out of the way, the elephant in the room or the, I don't even know, porn star in the room. Is, what the heck you just was scratchy? Porn. I'm sorry. We didn't even get I'm sorry. There's so much to this movie. <laughs> so much so, I'm sorry. Let me first start out by by going through the names of these characters. Oh, so so we talked about the main ones that are in all the movies, right? But there's Itchy, who is... Mala's the mom. Mala? That's a name yeah, I, could, Mala, I could understand. Chewy, Mala, makes sense. Itchy's Chewy's dad. Itchy. Itchy, okay. And Lumpy evidently is Chewy's kid. Who's a girl. Yeah. Oh, is it? I didn't even I, know. I that. heard something that was, that was a girl or maybe he's a boy. I don't and know. And you don't They're... even know how that kid came along. And, when it, and Lumpy and Itchy, though? <laughs> this is like Ren and Stimpy. You're like, this is like, this, like literally Simpsons. it feels like, and, I, and this is why I said, like, I feel like I, I'm on a bad trip right now. Because it literally feels like these guys are like classic 70s, like just found whatever drugs they could get their hands on. Sat in a writing room and said, yeah, man, that sounds great. Let's go with that. It's like, who, where was the bumpers on this? Oh, like, it where took, was the, the quality control? It took them less time to come up with the whole concept than it did to run the movie. Like, right. they figured this out in 20 minutes. Okay, right. yeah. put it on film. Yeah. Let's do this. Right. We can, we can run with this idea. And oh, my God. So, anyway, so there's just like this super awkward, like, who are you fooling? Why is it here? How does this pertain to the movie? I mean, you could say that about literally every segment of this movie, but. The one that I'm going to point out is when Itchy, the grandpa, is just, like, in some kind of weird, like, virtual reality, like... Headset. Headset where he's, like, talking to a woman that's kind of, like, seducing him, but not really. But she's, like, AI, because she's, like, we're here, but we're not really here. I find you adorable. What? what? I'm whatever you want me to be. I'm your biggest fantasy. And I'm, like... Lumpy, does, get out of the room! Grandpa's says, about to do something really bad. She does say fantasy. I just kept expecting to hear boom, chicka, bounce, bounce. Right, you right. know, like yeah. the, the it was porn the beginning music. of a seventies porno, basically. Oh my god, yeah, and he's got what I would imagine him. a seventies porno to be. Right, yeah. My friends told me about it. I've never seen <laughs> but, one. But it's so, so it's just like that right off the bat. You're just like, and this was a couple segments in. By this time, you're already just like sitting there, just with your eyes, and just your mouth open, just like I was why? falling asleep. Why? And then, well, and that, that fantasy he's having, she starts singing. I'm like, well, that ruins the fantasy. I'm shutting this one down now. I'm just going to take a nap. Why is she singing to me? It's, again, variety show. That's the only, oh that's the only excuse. God. Every time we hear something throughout this podcast where it just sounds really stupid, I'm just going to be like, variety show, and shrug my <laughs> shoulders. Uh, but uh, So that was one. Um, the whole thing with the cooking show, you already mentioned that one. Five minutes. 
She's not talking. She's watching. And the guy's just like, it's actually Harvey Corbin, I think, dressed up as a woman. Yeah. He was a big name for comedian, like comedic actor back then. But he's just making mistakes and screwing up and just, oh, stir and whip, stir and whip, stir and whip. And she's like trying to, five minutes of watching some freaking Wookiee cook. Right. Like, I think there's more going on in the Star Wars galaxy than watching a Wookiee cook, well, you know? And honestly, a part of, besides the like segments, the varieties, I think that one of the most intriguing part of this storyline or subplot or whatever is that like, traitor. Sure, that's the right word. Well, that traitor in like his kind of relationship with the family and like how he kind of like was outsmarting the empire, yeah, and doing all, kind like of those out kind of things. Out for him. Yeah, like that was kind of interesting to me. But yeah, it's like these these other things that just like had nothing to do with him, had nothing to do with Han Solo, what had nothing to do with, to do with the empire, anything. had nothing to do with anything. Literally, had nothing to do with anything. Period. Period. Full. Like it was like cooking with Julia Child. Like that's right. what it felt yeah. like. And it was five ten minutes of like I'm not going to get this time back. And I forgot to grab a beer and watch it, so I feel even worse. I could well, have been getting a buzz at least. <laughs> I'm really happy that you didn't see this because I feel like it could have. Like, how many people got ruined because of this? Like, oh. saw the first Star Wars and were just like, "Well, I'm never watching another That's, Star oh, right. Wars movie again." Right. Like, they are so lucky they came back from this dumpster fire. Oh God! Yeah. I mean, I, it's just. Anyways, it makes me kind of want to stop watching it again for a while. Just well, <laughs> it, it it in like just to I mean, well. Remind me to talk about how canon it is or what it is as far as canon. I actually got notes oh, you, about okay, that Okay, you too, got yeah. Okay, so good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so there's that segment. Um, the other segment, I mean, they, they All have – All of a sudden, they're in a bar. Right. And B. Arthur from Golden Girls is – suddenly, she's she's singing. She's got to kick everybody out. Oh, she's the, the cantina on Tatooine. What yeah. does that have to do with anything uh, that's that going on? Honestly, Why are they in a bar? Honestly, that portion – this was a horrible movie. That portion was the worst part of the movie. I, and I literally was on do. my phone th- scrolling through things because I'm like, this is so like, and now we're going live it's to a random. cantina. Like, why? Why are why are why are stormtroopers watching this? I, Their lives really that boring. I, and there's no character in that scene that was in any other scene, so it doesn't pertain to anything. Literally, it's like, the we only gotta fill thing, this gap. They just piggybacked off of how cool the cantina scene in the first one was. That was literally all oh. they had to go off of. And B. Arthur singing, oh, friend, 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 <laughs> friend. Shut up. You're not my friend, buddy. Right. Not after this. We're never going to talk again. So there was, that, there was that, which was, yeah, horrible. Oh, my God. The best segment part of this movie was... The end the- credits. <laughs> Right. Because it was finally finally over. Was the Boba Fett animation. I'm going to be honest with you. That felt like an episode of The Mandalorian to me. Yeah, it was pretty well done. Well, the the standards aren't real high now. No, no, no. But but that was pretty well done. I mean, it was how they introduced Boba Fett, for those of you who don't know that. But why did they break into animation from out of nowhere anyway? Because Itchy was watching it, and clearly he watches cartoons on this make-believe scenario. Itchy's the grandpa. Itchy was watching Get the other cartoons. names right, would you? Itchy was watching other cartoons that yeah. were inappropriate for yeah, Lumpy. Exactly. Uh, but he was finding out stuff about what's going on too. This right. cartoon was giving him information that he was. Yeah. Right. Like he was. Oh my God! I just saw something that how, I need to tell how, somebody. About. How meta about that is that though? Where it's like. Darth Vader, like who gets away with that at a production company is like making the Empire look bad in like Empire controlled universe. In animation, no less. Oh my god. Yeah. So that was the highlight of it, I would say. It's like I was looking forward to that because actually there's some weird licensing things. I don't know if you've got any notes about that. What do you mean Um, as far as what? As far as Boba Fett's that whole segment. Apparently that wasn't in like 
a version of this for a while. Like you had to go and find a different version of it because it was like some licensing thing where they weren't allowed to show it like on YouTube. Oh, I didn't know that. What yeah. I, what I, this is the technically the first appearance of Boba Fett until they re-released a new enhanced version of a new hope later on. Mm. And there's a part where Jabba the Hutt's outside of his, that's right. I forgot about that. Cave, and you can see him. And Boba Fett has—he's kind of passing in the background or whatever. I mean, he's mm-hmm. not a—it's not a huge scene, but that's technically the first time. But that was way after 1977 when the movie originally came out. You know. So side side note here: one of the things that I was realizing as I was watching this, and like they were talking about recording it and how it was recorded, and like there's a whole who needs to get thing. shot because they recorded it. <laughs> well, I, I I would imagine VHS tapes didn't exist in 1977 though. So I think the only way they could have recorded that is literally putting a video camera in front of the screen, yeah, recorded yeah. it, and then eventually it made its way onto VHS. And so what I was realizing about this and kind of makes more sense when we talk about the re-released, remastered versions of Star Wars yeah. is that when Star Wars originally came out, there was no VHS. So when it came out on VHS, George Lucas took that opportunity to add things to the movies. Oh, that he probably well, – you know what? I did read that – he. Wanted to have those scenes originally, but the technology, it was going to be too cheesy. Right, he wasn't right. going to be able to pull it off to the level that he wanted to pull it exactly, off. Exactly, yeah. So, But anyway, so that's kind of just a side note is that it was kind of an interesting where literally there was somebody who was a real big Star Wars fan, really excited about this, had his video camera, which wasn't, you know, because in 1985 they had like home video camera, you know, VHS. So... Was it? I'm, Mickey's looking it up right I, now. It's VHS uh, standard for consumer level analog video recording on tape cassettes, developed by Victor Company of Japan, JVC. Right, I've heard that name with especially with uh, HV or video cassettes VHS in the early 1970s. It was oh, released okay. in Japan on September 9th, 1976, and in the United States on August 23rd, so 1977. So some of the, the richer year hope came out. Okay, so some of the richer people. We're exactly, recording this. Some, was somebody be, who actually had a VHS tape was recording this at their home. It was probably outrageously know. priced back then. Right. So, but anyway, so either way, they, they needless to say, for a giant pile of garbage, oh. they went through a lot of effort to get it to where it is today on YouTube and in other forms now. So it's just, I, it's crazy. As we've, because we've been talking about this, I've... We finally talked. We finally talked me into buying, and I bought a version that's got the Mystery Science Theater rift track, mm-hmm. so I can watch it with those guys ripping on it as much as we are, except that's they're awesome. professional. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually looking forward to seeing this one more time, which I would definitely recommend putting that, the commentary oh, on. Yeah, because I because my it lord, that oh, oh god, it, I, I, it just got dry after a while. Oh. Where I'm just like, okay, okay, let's move on. I've let's never seriously on. contemplated suicide before. <laughs> Like, you got to cut this way or this any, way. Is there any movies that made you, you know, <laughs> consider suicide? Oh, my God. Let me tell you about a little known. So, and I I mean, honestly, I don't think this is, unless you're, you know, at least a little bit dived into Star Wars, at least know a little bit more about Star Wars than the casual fan, you wouldn't know about this anyways. But No. Um, I didn't know about it until a few years ago. Right, me either. Yeah. 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 I probably found out, like, 
you know, a year or two after you found out. Yeah. So. And I've been. Because that's how that's how much George Lucas been trying to bury this thing. It was like a bad sitcom. He's probably offered the guy who has it on his YouTube channel like millions of dollars to just take it down. Yeah. Don't ever speak of this again. And and don't. I will. I will pay you. And he's probably getting like millions of dollars in ad revenue to leave it (laughs) up to not show it. Oh yeah. Well yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um. Do you have the little tidbit about Carrie Fisher? I know we're jumping all over the place here. No, go ahead. I There was something so, else I was going to so, mention. So um, there's actually a story about how Carrie Fisher was convinced to do something. There was some weird thing, either like a promotion or like a tour or something that George Lucas wanted her to do. And he said to her, he said, you know, I really need you to do this for me. I really, you know, it would be really important if we could get you involved in this. And he said, whatever you want, you know, we'll tell provide me what the you drugs want. We'll, and everything. <laughs> we'll, give you, we'll give you the, yeah, the mirrors and. They should have given that to the fans. Um, Right. To all Um, of us. But so she goes, okay. She's like, you, you, whatever, you know, I can name my price. Yeah. I want an unaltered copy of the star Wars holiday special. And he said, no, he said, I'm not going to, because I don't want anybody to have a copy of this. (laughs) Even one of the people in In, the the people in the movie. Yeah. So well, after it came out, she probably went, "Oh, thank God, I didn't get that." Because well, I and I don't know if it came, if it was after it came out and she was just pulling his leg because she knew how much he hated it, oh, or yeah. if it was just oh, like sure. she just wanted to like just because I think that something about how she wanted to like show it at parties just to like make fun of it. And she is kind of she was kind of a smartass, so I think that I, that yeah. sounds like it'd be about right about. I I'm just gonna say it right now. I would love to be at a party where Carrie Fisher is showing the Star Wars holiday special <laughs> and everybody's taking turns <laughs> making cracks at it, preferably. <laughs> Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford are there as well, but right. I'll, I'll, I'll be okay with just Carrie Fisher. Ripping the crap out of it. So. Yeah, there's going to be a, an open bar, too, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. As far every time you hear a Wookiee cry. <laughs> or not speaking. And another shot every time you hear a person cry. And, and just drink the bottle during the cooking scene. Five minutes. Jeez. So you mentioned the canon thing before, and as I wrote it, unfortunately, for overall quality reasons, this is now considered canon and is now being embraced as legit part of Star Wars universe because of the mention of Life Day in The Mandalorian. In the first so, season, they actually so mention it. This is what I'll say about this, because because there's ways... Canon is a very complicated thing, and there's a reason yeah. why there's like a whole group of people who are dedicated to like deciding what's canon and what's not. Yeah. They mention lightsabers in some books that aren't canon. Right, yeah. Like, just because shows. you mention it... So what I've the best way I heard it described was this is C level canon. So it's canon, but it's like part of like the lowest bottom feeder level of canon that you can have. Like because carp. they talked about how in um uh Empire Empire Strikes Back, uh uh Revenge of the Sith, how they went to Kashyyyk and mm-hmm. they were there with the Wookiees on the homeworld. Yep. And how that kind of like played off of it a little bit and you know, they talked about it. So they they were like, this has pieces that are a part of canon, but it's it doesn't really fit well with anything. And so, so yeah, there's so singing parts the, in it. The, it can't be canon. The comp, <laughs> the complicated version or the complicated answer of is the Star Wars holiday special canon is yes, but, but but only because it's referenced in legitimate shows that don't make you want to throw up. And I would also like to say that the Star Wars Holiday Special, when we talk about it, the Lego Holiday Special is not canon. But they talk. Really? Of, they talk about. Well, it's yeah. I mean, but see, like as I've mentioned, that they're embracing this dumpster fire that was came out in 1978. 
that's evidence to it that they're yeah. actually okay this is part of star wars culture so the lego special is actually okay hey everyone this thing existed before and now right. we're going to make a good version of it and i thought that was clever on disney's part and star wars's part to kind of like basically like hey we're going to piggyback off of this and kind of make fun of it but in a lego way and it just yeah. it worked well for what it was it was a nice bridge between yeah good stuff exactly and crappy stuff. that's a that's a good way to to put it is kind of like like the this we have this platform now that we can stream our exclusive content so we're gonna we're gonna do something kind of like have fun with it it know? needed lego though like you said yeah exactly yeah. the things that they did but we'll get into that in a little bit but yeah. anything else on i know that we covered a lot a decent amount but was there any other segments or anything else that you kind of wanted there's just so much that you're <laughs> just like so much makes you want to scream at your tv <laughs> Where you're just like, why? Why? Because because it's got it all, folks. It's yeah. got it all. It's got oh. boring crap. It's got irrelevant crap. It's got bizarro crap. And, and, and stuff that just, just you're just like, why? Why? Make, it doesn't why? pertain to anything else. Why and did you do this? It's got, Who sat in a room and thought this was a good idea? And it's got boring, irrelevant, and psychedelic trippy <laughs> crap. Right, I forgot the psychedelic trippy clap. So, but but that's what I'm saying is like some movies you're gonna be like, man, eh, that wasn't a good movie, but there was good parts. It's like yeah, I can understand why people would have watched I, there's it. There's just no, just oh. no. Like and looking how long we've talked about so it, so bad. This is so bad. We've talked about it for this long, just if throwing you, up about it. If you haven't seen it, it's free on YouTube. That's the you only way. You gotta see that it you, once if you're a Star if Wars. If you haven't fan. seen it yet, just go and watch it. Make sure you have a drink in your hand. Make sure you got. Your Don't phone have in any your sharp objects around because you might want to cut. Just, just, uh, just be prepared for it's just the worst, overwhelming disappointment you've ever seen. Um, and that's coming from somebody who's seen a lot of movies. But. And my stomach kind of hurts just talking yeah. about it for this. So, time. anything else on that one specifically that you wanted to to bring up? No, because, I threw up enough okay. about it. I think. All right. So moving on to the Star Wars, so so we have Star Wars Holiday Special that was a basically, uh, like you said, live on air um, in the 1978. 2020 now, uh, they just came out with the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which kind of piggybacked off of the idea of Life Day, piggybacked off the whole idea of uh, this being a Wookiee holiday. And they, they mentioned that, and it's heavily talked about and how they're preparing for it and everything else. But really the key to this whole movie was what Ray did Excuse me. in terms of um, time traveling, basically. It's, you know, being dropped off in different dimensions. And in I, the process of trying to learn how to be a good Jedi master. Right. Because she, she was trying to teach Finn to be a Jedi and develop his, his force or his abilities. And like I said, I I enjoyed this. It's not something that I feel like I need to watch every year. Uh, but it was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, it was well done. It was, let's put it this way. In terms of, like, my time felt like it was right. being wasted. And <laughs> in, in, this was a shorter movie, I think. Yeah, oh, uh, definitely. It was better time spent. Than, it didn't than, take 10 years off your life. There was nothing misplaced about it either. No. Some weird stuff was happening. You know, they were able to see a lot of different areas of the Star Wars, all three trilogies. But and the Mandalorian, nothing. even the Mandalorian gets Mandalorian mentioned. got a uh, got a little bit of a cameo there. But there's so. no gap filled places that like this pertains right. to nothing, you know. And everything was English, so you didn't need subtitles. You could actually right. understand everything that was going if, on. Even if there was a Wookiee talking, at least C three PO was there to translate. To respond, yes, you know. So I don't. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Um, I guess I'm done ripping on the other one now. I'll yeah. stop. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, I guess what notes did you have? Like I said, it it felt like it was definitely um, it was more so geared towards younger audience, obviously. Well, like the Lego movies typically are. Yeah. You, you this one for sure isn't canon though, huh? As far as I know, I, I guess I didn't do an extensive research. I was just something that I saw when I just did a quick Google search. But if it is, then you know it would make sense that it is. Yeah. Um, I just wrote down a few things about like. A lot of the voices sounded pretty similar. There were a few that didn't. Like, Luke didn't really sound like Mark Hamill. It right. It seemed like. But yeah. Anthony Daniels is C-3PO. He actually did this. Okay. And Perfect. then and Billy D. Williams did Lando. Oh, okay. He, and he okay. was Lando in the original movies. Yep, so. yep. I okay. mean, that's that's kind of cool. That what about actually... Ray? Was Ray the original? No, I think I looked it up. I can't remember the actress's name, but it wasn't okay. her. So. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and it's always kind of interesting in terms of animated series who – who is going to be voiced by who and how that all kind of shakes out. Cause I don't know, like you've ever dug into it very much, but voice actors, like that's a huge business. Oh, like to be able to, some like, of the biggest names do a lot of that, you know? Right. Yeah. So, so there's some people that are like known for voice acting, but there's some people that are like famous people that then get into voice acting. And they're, I you mean, I mean, look actors. at, I mean, Mark Hamill, Tom know? Hanks does a lot of voice. Acting. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you've got, you've got that kind of situation happening here where you, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag, and and I'm sure that some of these people just didn't want to get a pay cut for whatever they were going to pay them. Didn't want to be involved in it. Had other things going on. So, but but yeah, yeah. Um, anything else as far as the Lego special goes? Like I said, I, I thought it was it was really interesting to see those interactions that obviously could not happen in any other movie, live action movie. You know the between like Darth Maul and you know Ray or whatever, you know, well, what I mean? I, yeah, like the CGI is pretty amazing. I yeah. actually wrote something down. It's so much more evolved and amazing. And re- I mean, yes, it's Lego, but even animation is is yeah. gotten to be so much yeah. better than what it was even in that holiday special in nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, I, I held back from calling it a piece of crap. Oh, there I did it. But I mean, it, it's it's really cool to watch these shows because it's. The CGI yeah. is amazing. The special effects are amazing. I liked how they kind of take their their spin on each character. Like Anakin seemed a little whiny, mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. know, and Kylo Ren seemed a little like they make him eh, like yeah, right. dumb and kind of Lego put its own you know spin on. It was like that com- that Lego comedy, I guess, is the best yeah. way to describe it. Is like they were taking mocking the- some of the characters yeah, here and there. Right, yeah. Exactly, they were like mocking characters who like they took that like that that root or that base of what that character was, but then they put their Lego spin on it and just like made it funny. Like a caricature basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I appreciated that. Um, And like I said, I I love the fact that they even, it wasn't more than like five, 10 seconds, but they actually drop in on the Mandalorian. Right. And they make a reference to it. That that's so cool. Right. And obviously, yeah, you're, you're, and then by this time, everybody knows what that, who those characters are. So it was like pretty, especially because it's all Disney now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even like the emperor, emperor and Vader being somewhat silly and goofy, and oh, yeah. I got, I, I went and got you this gift on purpose. It's a mug, best yeah. emperor in the world. And he said he got it. Well, and that was the joke. Is he got it at a, um, what did he say? He got it at on a gift shop in Batuk or yeah. whatever. That's the Star Wars Galaxy Edge. That's the planet that that's supposed to exist on. Oh in yeah, the, in the Disney World. So, so it's like he went to Disney World. Like, oh right. Oh, you know, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, they yeah. were kind of playing on that whole that's, idea. Like, and then, and then you see the Emperor throw it away. Like, oh, that's a piece of crap. But then, as he's falling down the shaft, and he 
it's having this revelation that he should go to the light side and stop being the dark. Why am I so negative all the time? This is really a thoughtful gift. As he's, <laughs> I just like the goofiness of that. I, I I don't remember seeing those kinds of scenes in the regular Star Wars movies. <laughs> no. So that's what Lego does, and that, I and, love that the humor behind it. What did I say? What was the the comparison or like the thing that I said about the late? I think I said something about the Legos batman movies how they were able to bring back i did i did i said how they were able to bring back characters like adam west and all these oh, different yeah. characters that they never could have done in a live action which right apparently it wouldn't make now, sense but, it would be know. like the holiday special right <laughs> no, yeah no order or rhyme or reason <laughs> right. to anything yeah so anyway so yeah I, I agree it's like they 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 took an opportunity to kind of connect these characters even like the younger versions of the same characters, because then they have like three different Han Solos yeah, and, at one point. and Obi Wan's, as you mentioned to me the yeah. other day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they had, they had like three different Han Solos. They all shoot at the same time, and he goes, "I shot first. That was cool." <laughs> well, and then Did you notice. I don't I, know if you show notice that. Yeah. Oh, that's a reference to Greedo or whatever. Yeah. Right? The whole yeah. like the whole debate debate yeah. about that. Yeah. And then Darth Vader trying to battle Darth Vader, and oh, you really are me. Right. I mean, that's just, it's funny you know they're right. kind of mocking like like family guy does yes i mean yeah. like uh what's his name seth mcfarland's a huge star wars fan but he's got to put his smart ass spin on it you yeah. know he's doing a tribute to it but it's still going to be mocking a lot of the stuff that goes on never in my wildest dreams would i thought that i would be able to sit on this podcast and say the creators who brought you lego in the lego movie <laughs> did a better job at much, producing a movie much better job than the original people who were involved in star wars and rub shoulders with a George year Lucas. after the first movie came holy out. crap yeah. that that never would have i i yeah right so. yeah it's it's amazing um i like he, darth vader's sweater i wanted to mention oh, that too yeah his that, christmas sweater yeah the the, the the evil lord of the empire is wearing a Christmas sweater. Yeah, he. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. clearly they. Yeah, they played on that, and I and I did appreciate the whole like, the whole thing about the emperor like trying to find a new person, and he's like, like, <laughs> I think he's trying to get rid of you, dude, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so cut cutthroat, like right. right to the point, like oh, they're just totally mocking it. That's right, funny. right. Yeah. It's like he's my grandpa. It's like what? <laughs> So and there, there was some subtle humor in there too, you right? Know, like you oh yeah, that. I gotta watch it again. I think yeah. I, 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 I only watched it one time, oh. so I think that there's yeah a lot of those types of things that I didn't pick up on the first time. Well, that's the adult humor, like you say, it's oriented towards kids, but they have those kinds of jokes to keep that go interested. over kids' heads. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it made sense to me. Uh, Disney Disney Plus platform, they talk about all these new Star Wars movies and or Star Wars TV shows that are coming out, and all these things that are basically they're allowing that to happen in in that space and so i think that if the star wars holiday special would have came out today which they wouldn't have ever because i guarantee you somebody would have at least watched it oh, before it i went. can't believe but it wasn't it probably would have been on disney plus you know sure if it came out today but I, but nowadays i think the editing or the people going no we're not putting that out in public right. no one will ever see this again you know right. how did that not happen back then i don't understand I, the only thing like i said like even the people doing it like how do you go through an entire sequence <laughs> an entire sequence where it's literally a guy telling itchy or lumpy how to create a transponder and you don't think to yourself this is gonna be boring this is, crap. This is not gonna work but it was psychedelic so again 
they had they to have been on, on drugs. families sitting there at the holiday season just baked out of their well, mind and, like, or they were baked and none of the logical oh reasons Lord. that you think of sorry came to sorry mind. keep going back yeah, to yeah, that but, sorry my bad but anyways um so yeah so even though we talked less about it i would highly recommend going it's good and watching that's why we couldn't criticize <laughs> lego holiday long. special the lego star wars holiday special um and when i came out i kind of thought that was a cool kind of play on the whole situation and the lore surrounding the holiday special in the first place well and it came out in the year of covid so i mean it was something cool that Right, Star Wars related that you could actually go and watch. Right, it. right. That yeah. it wasn't gonna, yeah, it wasn't gonna go to theaters. Um, so this is what I'll say. I guess kind of ending the whole thing is obviously, um, it's on Disney Plus's Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. The uh, Star Wars Holiday Special now Sucks. now oh, exists on a couple. Of, last if you if you didn't know if. <laughs> If you couldn't tell, we did not. This might be one of the most negatively reviewed movies on Monty and Mickey. We give it 16 thumbs down. (laughs) If you can't figure it out, we didn't like it that much. Um, But uh, what I was going to say is, so you can watch this on YouTube. You can watch this on VHS copy. They'd probably go on eBay and buy it. You can watch it on DVD. You can watch it uh, digital. You know, you probably could find a boot. But you can also watch this on Blu-ray. Somebody actually took the time to somehow convert some version of a VHS tape to Blu-ray. Even the boot, yeah, because I, I bought a DVD, like you say, so, so they burned it to Blu-ray, too. And the last little thing that I'll say about this is that's the reason why we're so, like, kind of crazy about this, or, like, it's kind of, besides it being horrible, is the fact that, like, this had never officially came out through Lucasfilms. No. So, like, every copy that exists today is literally bootleg. because somebody took recorded it live and then distributed it like it was part of like underground like trading that star wars fans it's used all to bootlegged do there's only bootleg versions of when it. it first came up but like back back then it was like hey i got a vhs copy of this oh you got a vhs copy yeah. let's watch it and then they were and then they went oh the you take that away from me i don't want that you get it yeah. out of my house so but anyways i guess that's i just wanted to kind of point out that there yeah mickey mickey ordered the dvd version which i think is going to be just for what it is is going to be a cool just because of the Mystery Science Theater 3000, yeah. guys. And I, right. I'm criticizing it like it beat me up in a back alley, but I still am such a freak that I need to have it in my collection. Yeah. So thanks, Mom. Yeah. She well, raised me that way. Well, and, it, and it, I mean, I'm sure there's some hardcore Star Wars fans out there who are like, no collection is complete. Right, you- right. Yeah, that's not a collection. You don't have that piece of crap in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, Anything else you wanted to talk about either holiday special, though? The- I just, the only thing that kind of popped up, I'm surprised there's not a concept of, of like, life day, a real-life life day. Um, maybe there is, but. Are you talking about in the Star Wars universe? No, or in, in real in, life. In real I'm life, surprised yeah. somebody hasn't taken that and run with the idea. Yeah, I could see that, you know, that if it's they have like, it. a, like almost like a non-religious holiday yeah. kind of thing. Just, just celebrating, celebrating family, to- yeah. family and yeah. togetherness right, and friends right. and stuff. Right, yeah, yeah that's true. I, I'm yeah, surprised I never really isn't. thought about it from that angle. Well, um, there, there's May the Fourth be with you day, right? So I'm I'm surprised that could be Life Day every three years. Yeah, <laughs> we that's a million dollar idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sit around and watch uh, the holiday special and get hammered every three years because we can't do it every year. Contemplate. Our livers can't handle that. And contemplate maybe life in general is it really worth living after seeing this? I'm this, not sure. Is it life is. Day really? Do we really want to be celebrating this? Um. Yeah, and I, there was one other thing. I'd probably think about it later. Oh, um, there is people in, through social media and other things that are uh, actually trying to, and, and it's a challenge, so take what is, 
we talked about canon, right? We talked about um, we talked about how we uh, you know just differentiate between canon and non-canon items. And one of the things that uh, I guess when we were talking about canon, like I said, one of the things that that uh, is like a challenge that's being put out there right now is that starting in 2021, so January 1st, 2021, some people are challenging themselves to consume every piece of Star Wars media that is canon. Now, at first, you think to yourself, okay, you know, nine movies, The Mandalorian. Maybe Rebels, a couple though, and Right. Clone so, Wars. in order, this is, just, this is just the movies and TV shows that I know about. So, you'd have Episode 1, Episode 2, Episode 3. You'd have Solo. You'd have... Um, That's before A New Hope? Solo? Solo was before A New Hope. It was. Okay. Yep. And then, and then, um, Rogue uh, One, Re- Rogue One uh, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Mandalorian, and then episodes seven, eight, and nine. Yep. But in between that, then you'd also have Star Wars Clone Wars, which took place directly after, pretty much right after Clone Wars oh, okay. or Attack of the Clones. And, and then, then Clone Wars. And then Clone, that's, so that's Clone Wars. And then, Rebels. Rebels takes place like partially during uh, Attack of the or uh, Revenge of the Sith, oh, and really? happens directly after that. See those I never got into because I just so have you other have crap I gotta watch, you know. Right. So you have all of that, which alone is hard enough, right? And there's a then bunch you, of seasons for those animated right. ones, right? Yeah. Then you have all the books that go along with yeah. it that are considered canon as well, oh. that are like side stories and fill in. So. Like, these people are talking about this, and I'm just like, you're literally waking up in every moment, every free time that you have, you're consuming Star Wars. I think that would ruin it for me. Right, and that's kind of why. I, I feel like I couldn't, I couldn't handle that much 24-7 Star overload, Wars. And I, it's going to feel like a job at some point. That's why I didn't watch the animated series or whatever. The, only, the other one that I did, forgot to mention is that, uh, the, and I have the game, um, Jedi Fallen Order, that's canon too. The story behind that is canon. Because there is, there's bits and pieces you're going to learn in there that right. might be information some, you didn't know. Right? Some people thought, and I think it's Cal is his name. Cal is the main character. Some people thought that, that Baby Yoda, Groku, reached out to him during mm-hmm. that whole thing that happened at the Jedi Temple, Temple in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So, like, even people were saying, like, like we might see a, a live-action version of him that just existed within the, you know, video games. Yeah, well, so, yeah. So, but anyway, so if if you're feeling, if you're feeling, you know, I, I, I feel like I'd have to pick and choose. Like, I'd be like, I did this challenge. These are what I did watch. This is what I'm not going to watch. Well, amongst all the movies that we talk about and all and the, the other books. shows. Like, I, there's, like, chapter books, too. Like, they're not just, like, little tiny, like, pamphlet books. There's, no, like, whole, well, like, series of books. Well, I mean, like, not Star Wars-related stuff that we want to oh, watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm streaming yeah. four or five, like, because I piggybacked off. My mom now. I got Amazon Prime. I got Hulu. I got Disney. I got Netflix, and then I got Dish too. Like <laughs> that wasn't I'm enough. I'm gonna be six hundred pounds. <laughs> seven seven different TVs just streaming Seriously. things. And by the way, I gotta watch the Packer game. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I need three hours to watch that. Yeah, I'm watch. Okay, that one's on commercial. Watch this one. Okay, that right. one's on commercial. Okay, watch that one. Yeah, I'm gonna be a nine hundred pound pig by the time I'm done watching all this crap, man. They're gonna have to wheel you in. Seriously. <laughs> forklift so i just i wanted to look up the word can and the actual definition because we've been using it a lot lately the one definition is a general law rule principle or criterion by which something is judged 
and otherwise, the second definition, which is along the same line, says a collection or list of sacred books accepted as genuine. I think that's right. Right. It's kind of like in in terms of like the Bible is kind of like a a kind of a way to understand that is like there are certain books that are considered canon or part of that historical text. And like that's the way that they're using this word is like basically it is actual Star Wars. It's not like because there's been a ton of fan fiction and other things that kind of people have just made up or been a part of. And they they've had to like essentially weed through that and decide what is canon and what's what's not canon so yeah but anyway so that's i guess that's all i have to say about that just kind of an interesting challenge and oh, I, I would i would want to take like two years to do that but imagine like being the guy who has to go i mean the, the panel that has to decide what is and what isn't i mean well, you're just like, gonna piss off a lot of people <laughs> in this instant gratification and world then you gotta ours. watch stuff that's probably even worse than the star wars holiday special like like you gotta sit there and sit there and, and say well this is, this is garbage. I'm not sure there's anything. They're finger worse. puppets. <laughs> Somebody used their phone and finger <laughs> puppets. It's not canon. Even that. Would but they be referenced better. Life Day. It's canon. <laughs> but no, even, even, sir. No. Even that would be better than the holiday special. I will. I will bank on it. <laughs> Watching somebody in the bathroom doing the number two would be more exciting. I'm telling you. Sorry to get a little graphic there, but I'm painting a picture here. This has been Mickey's review of Star Wars Holiday Special. I loved it. He gave it two steaming turds out of five. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, anyways. All right, so that's that's all I've got for this one. A little bit shorter shorter episode, but uh, I guess anything else anything else you want to wrap this up? I mean, we've pretty much beaten the dead. I think it's dead. I won't bring it back. Beating the dead wampa here. Yeah, it's, you know. it's dead. I'll leave it alone this time. Uh, but yeah, so like like we always like to say, getting old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. <laughs> What kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now?